0: This is an NC Baptist resource. For more, visit ncbaptist.org. Welcome to the NC Baptist podcast. The podcast designed to engage with ministry leaders around topics that will explore approaches and resources to help us be on mission together. It's because of your generosity that this resource is available. Learn more at ncbaptist.org give or contact us at communications at ncbaptist.org. NC Baptist, welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is no stranger to Baptist life here in North Carolina and really across the nation. And she happens to be also a great friend of mine. Joining me today is Amy Whitfield. Amy, welcome.
1: Hello. I think it's my first time to ever do this. I know. You. I know. Yeah.
0: You, you used to host a podcast and yes. me on as a guest. Yes. And as Michael Scott would say, how the turntables have turned. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, they have Indeed. Well, here I am, I'm a proud North Carolina Baptist, excited you are. to be you here. You are, and yes. we,
0: we are thankful for you, and uh, you know, with the Christmas season officially here, mm-hmm. something that comes to mind is international missions, uh, obviously near and dear to both of our hearts, specifically a very famous missionary yep. who is impacting lostness even today, and her name is Lottie Moon. And actually, by the time this podcast drops, Baptists will be participating in this year's annual Lottie Moon Christmas offering, um, the week of prayer specifically. So yeah. Amy, you've recently written a children's book that is entitled Lottie Moon, the girl who reached the world. Um, what made you, I mean, I know your love for missions and those kind of yeah. things, but what made you feel led to write this specific children's book?
1: Well, so this is part of a series. So this is something that already had kind of originated with B&H Kids, that they had the idea to do biographies for a, a kind of older elementary age. So this is the third in a series. It follows Dietrich Bonhoeffer and C.S. Lewis. And um, some of my love for missions, for history, uh, for Baptist life, I uh, was just in contact with them. And, you know, they said, Hey, would you be interested in doing this? And I have never, I never thought I would write a children's book. That's never been anything that I even thought I could do. Um, but I love Lottie and I love great stories. And so it was, it really stretched me to be able to, to do this for kids.
0: Yeah. Well, what made you first, you know, kind of fall in love with Lottie? Like what are your first memories of Lottie Moon?
1: yeah, so um, you know, it's always interesting, and a lot of folks don't know this with some of the the things I've been involved in for years, but I didn't grow up Southern Baptist. So I didn't grow up hearing about this in my church, but I have a, an aunt who worked for at that time the Baptist Sunday School Board. Now everybody knows it as Lifeway. Um, but she worked there and was in, uh, I think the the division that produced the envelopes that went out to churches. And I can remember sitting around the Sunday dinner table, and her talking about her work, and I was asking her what she did, and her saying something about the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Um, I can just remember the name. And it was kind of one of those things that years later I end up in a church where this is being talked about, and it this light bulb went off, and I finally got to hear her story, and I was blown away.
0: Hmm. Well, speaking of her story and— Amy is one of the biggest history buffs I know. Um, her husband and I um, have watched ball games before, and Amy's come over. and Amy is usually reading a history book on the couch while go. Keith and I are are going through the game. But in your research specifically for this book, Lottie Moon, the girl who reached the world. Um, what was something that jumped out you learned about Lottie in this research?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are always things that you learn, like little stories, um, I mean, that a lot of folks don't know. I love her testimony, how she came to Christ. You know, she grew up and was told about Jesus, but she really didn't want anything to do with that. I mean, this is is one of these things that it wasn't that she accepted you know as a child or anything Um, and she's I think 18 years old I believe and uh, couldn't sleep one night because there was a dog barking in the neighborhood and kept her awake and so as she was laying there trying to go to sleep she started thinking about God and then said okay I'm going to go to church and she went to church where she heard the gospel preached and I mean her life completely changes and I I loved you know just really digging into that story what I also loved, and a lot of people know about the letters that she wrote, but really diving into the impact that those letters had on the churches back home uh, in real time and how her inspiration really changed. Remember, this is in the day before uh, social media and video capability. I mean, you want to talk to a missionary now, you can FaceTime them, right. Um this is also in the day when people would go overseas and wouldn't come home. So the right. idea for people to have tangible connections with their missionaries uh, really was dependent on the power of the pen. And yeah. man, she used it. It and was incredible. It. Yeah. 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 How, what
0: we do today. Well, a lot has been written on Lottie. Obviously, yes. you've read a lot, but not a lot of children's books that I know of.
1: Right. I know it there are a few, but not. it's not a ton.
0: Um, why is it important to teach kids about Lottie Moon?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, we're in a day where teaching kids history, I think, is really important because they just don't know the stories of the past and people that went on before. And these are things that are are going to disappear. Lottie in particular, I think, is a real inspiration because the significant things that she did really started with one simple idea. The offering that bears her name started with one little idea, the letters that she wrote, like she understood the power of words and just harnessed that. It was a very simple act. Um, but we're kind of in a time now where kids, things are moving so fast. Technology's kind of taking over. Uh, kids are, are jumping into to all sorts of things, and they're not really hearing as many stories um, of people who have gone on before, and it can get lost. Mm. And I think it's an incredible thing to be able to tell them about her and to really say, look at what this woman did, and you can follow God's plan like that too.
0: Hmm. That's fantastic. Well, we as North Carolina Baptists have recently celebrated several ways that God is using the generosity of NC Baptist to reach the nations. In fact, Amy, just a few weeks ago at the annual meeting that you were at, we celebrated 30 NC Baptist missionaries that are now serving with the International Mission Board. Uh, Dr. Paul Chitwood, IMB president, was there and it was he described it as the first of its kind celebration, a sending uh, celebration that was done through a state convention, and that was such a powerful service. We also celebrated the fact that NC Baptist Church gave $14.2 million to support international missions through the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, leading all state conventions, I don't know if you know this, Amy, for the 19th year in a row. And so pastorally speaking, I call that two decades, but, uh, and this year over a thousand people, um, I'm really excited about this. A thousand people have been praying through the year long, praying for the nations here in North Carolina. It's a guide that features NC Baptist missionaries. So I can make a strong argument of why people should give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. I'm sure Dr. Chitwood could give a strong argument. What would you tell NC Baptists and friends around the country who listen to this, why they should give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering?
1: So for me, I would go back to why she started it to begin with. You know, she went over there and saw how great the needs were. And she knew, I and my fellow missionaries, we can't do this without help. She knew and understood that whole concept of churches back home holding the rope and those who had sent her. Um, But she also knew when she wrote and said, you all can get together together. And do this, you can support, you can be a part of this. She knew that they had the capability. And here we are. I mean, we're over a hundred years later, 135 I think. And since she started it, what we passed the mark a few years ago of more than five billion dollars wow. for missions around the world. Um, it's an incredible thing to take the resources we have. And to do that and put it toward going after lostness among the nations. And this is one of those things that I, in my home in North Carolina, can actually have a tangible effect on what's happening in the other side of the world. I mean, I've had the opportunity to be able to go on short-term missions uh, to other parts of the world. I've done a a few, particularly in Asia. And I got to see it Mm. up front. Not everybody will get to, Mm. but this is a way to actually be a part of what's happening. And she knew that. Um, and so I think for people to step up and realize, and then just a small thing like that, every bit, every dollar goes straight to the field, and knowing the the return on that investment. But to realize this is the most important thing that we can focus on with our resources.
0: Yeah, that's great. Amy's new book is titled Lottie Moon: The Girl Who Reached the World. This would make a great Christmas present. This would be something great to get uh, those in children's ministry. This would grandparents. This would be a great gift uh, for you to read with your grandkids. Amy, where where's the best place for them to get it? Real quick.
1: Yeah, you can look dot com yep. or Amazon. You know, either play it very easy to to go and get to great. get
0: to. This is a great book. We want to raise up a new generation of those who are going, and certainly Amy has done this. Um, Amy, we are so grateful for you and your leadership. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift gears here. I don't think this is like officially, but you know me. Um, I just want to just highlight the fact that recently you joined a panel of five women ministry leaders at our annual meeting in in Greensboro uh, back in November, and they serve in various roles in, in NC Baptist churches. And you said this phrase, you said, be encouraged that if you're gifted in a variety of ways, there is a place for you. There was a place for Lottie, and she was such an influential missionary. And, and we're grateful for how NC Baptist women are faithfully serving the Lord on the mission field together across this state and around the world. And, and there are those who are writing children's books, which is, yep. you know, a huge leap of faith and of its own. But what would you say to someone that is listening, trying to determine God's calling in their life? Um, maybe it's not writing a book and maybe it's not going to the nations, although they should pray right. about that. Uh, maybe it's participating in Serve NC uh, in 2024, but what would you say to somebody specifically? Of there is a place for you, what would you say to them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would just encourage uh, people, and in that panel, is encouraging women to say, you know, the Lord has designed you in a very specific way. Um, it's been a a great uh, insight for me the last few years to begin to realize that the places where I've been able to serve the most were in the areas that have always been interests or loves of mine have always been things that I was good at, even going back to when I was a child. And so I encourage people, think about what you love. Think about how the Lord has designed you and go and find a way to serve in that area. So like you said, maybe it's with Serve NC this next year. Maybe it's something in your local church, Um, but don't be afraid or hesitate. The Lord has designed us all to actually be able to join him on mission.
0: That's good. When I was a missions pastor, I kind of described it as, you know, God's wired you in certain ways with certain giftings and certain affinities and there you see the certain needs. So simply do what you do well for the glory of God and do it strategic for the mission of God. Um, Amy, thanks for being on the podcast today. Thanks. Um, Make sure you pick up her book, Lottie Moon, The Girl Who Reached the World. Listeners, head over to the link in the show notes to pick up a copy of Amy's new book. It's a great Christmas gift, and read it with your kids, read it with the kids in your church this Christmas season. And a QA and a with Amy Whitfield is the featured cover story of the December 2023 edition of The Biblical Recorder. Amy goes into more detail about the book and Lottie's ministry, and you can click the link in the show notes to read more of that, or go to The Biblical Recorder website. You can listen to more NC Baptist podcast episodes just like this one at ncbaptist.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's be on mission together. Thank you for joining us today because of your generosity to NC Baptist. This podcast, along with other helpful resources are made available for you. Learn more by visiting ncbaptist.org slash give.